Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Do you ever look at your favourite celebrity and think, I wonder if we have anything in common? Well, there's at least one thing. No matter who you are, nobody knows you better than your mum. I'm Peter Todd. I'm a columnist for Fabulous magazine, where every week you can hear from the nation's most loved women on everything from fashion and beauty to health and fitness and pretty much everything in between. I'm also a model and a presenter, but my hardest job by far out of all of these is being a mum because mums shape who we are. They're there for us when we need them, even when we might not want them to be. So for this series, we decided to speak to some well-known incredible women and find out just what makes these female relationships so formative. This is Things I Told My Daughter. For this episode, I'm joined by Sherry Hewson and her daughter, Keely. She's my life, yeah. and my grandchildren are my life. Sherry's career as an actress spanned across decades, with her appearing in Carry On films, as well as playing Maureen Webster in Coronation Street. And she was a staple on Loose Women for years. It was amazing memories to go backstage and being with all the Yeah, cast she was always and... in the studio. Oh, yeah, makeup. But, but while her career has been a real success story, Sherry has had more than her fair share of heartbreak and struggles. From the breakdown of her tumultuous marriage to recently losing her beloved brother, Brett. It was just so awful because it happened in a really bad way. Throughout it all, her daughter Keely has been by her side. The two share a special closeness and not just because they live five minutes down the road from each other. I couldn't wait to find out more about their relationship. This is Things I Told My Daughter with Sherry Hewson and her daughter Keely. Hello, We've got Sherry and Keely. Thank you for letting us come and gate crash. That's fine. <laughs> That's okay. Right. Uh, I think I'm going to steal your dog, who's yeah. currently perched on That's my lap. That's all right. He is. He is. Little Teddy. He is. Hello, Teddy. So, <laughs> no. am I right in saying that you only live like five minutes apart? Mm-hmm. So we're at Keely's house today, and you're only five minutes away. Yes, always have been. Always. <laughs> always. Okay. Yes, and if yeah. she goes to Australia tomorrow, I've got my ticket ready. Have you? And you've always been really close. Yeah, we pretty much have, haven't we? Because we've had to All be, lives, really. we've and had to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ever since she was born, you know, mm-hmm. um, it took me a while to have her. So mm-hmm. she is a very precious person, you know. I was married when I had Keely, but uh, then my husband went. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, which was uh, quite traumatic. And, and so we were even closer after that. And, mm-hmm. and I guess we have always been mates, haven't we? Friends and yeah, it's like a best friend relationship, isn't it? Do you really? see each other? You see each other a lot. Like, what does in a week? How often you see each other? Do you see... Um, <laughs> pretty much all the time. All right, how much um, do you not see each other? Would yeah. be a question. Well, it, I don't know. It depends because you help with the children so much. I think that's the 
Yes. That's the great thing about it. Yeah. I mean, that uh, does sound like I'm an obsessed ideal. with the grandchildren. Yeah, because obviously my husband works and yeah. I work from home, but it's just great to be out and with my mum. It just helps to well, have you don't her have with to me. Give it a second thought either. You know, like when it's your yeah. mum, you know that she's sort of an extension of you with the with yeah, the children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's with obviously true. the perks of being a grandparent, so you can the rules don't have to. Yes, be and I have to tell you, grandparenting is truly wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and you've all you've got it all to come all of you. I keep saying to Keely, wait till your baby has a baby. I know that'd be strange. That is the yeah. most uh, traumatic thing you will ever experience in your life have you always been like that have you always been very protective like for over keely from... oh god i mean and uh, at the killing stage yes. yeah i i literally i you know nobody what's that nobody puts keely in the corner yeah yeah <laughs> okay no i've i have i am overprotective. Mm-hmm. i am over bossy i'm over controlling i'm over everything um i'm just one of those over people over people uh, but um but she's my life yeah. and my grandchildren are my life. And uh, But I am a bit of a pain in the neck. I know that. <laughs> but I do admit it. I do admit that I'm, you know. But it comes from a, a good yeah. place. No, it doesn't come and, from yeah. a horrible place. No. It comes from an overprotective yeah. And to place. be complete from, listen, I've only met you for, I don't know, half an hour. But you can see as well that although you're, you know, you're... Strong. Strong. <laughs> That's a good Strong word. is definitely the word I was looking for. Um, no, but you can see that it's not coming... You know, like some people are loud and present and yeah. strong and from a point them. of ego. It's about yeah. It them. isn't... Yeah. You can completely tell that even from the 30 minutes that I've... It's not about you. It's completely about Keely and it about is, the yeah. kids. And yeah. I think there's the... The difference, the difference yeah, between definitely. that. It isn't about it being... They're the catalyst in my life. Yeah. They're the ones that fire me up and they're the ones I breathe and live for. Yeah. Um, that can come over quite often as being, um, you know, interfering or uh, overprotective or too much of a presence. Mm-hmm. But I'm aware of that. Yeah. I'm not stupid. I'm very logical and very practical and I know that I can be too much. Mm-hmm. So I take myself off then, don't I? I go, <laughs> listen, this is too much for everybody, even for me. Yeah. Um, I'll just go and have a gin and tonic and go to sleep and then I'll be over it tomorrow yeah. morning. But uh, but you're right, it's because of, of love. Yeah, and when mm. I think it's glaringly obvious to see that that's what it is and I think that that's a completely different trait altogether than somebody that's well I had a very overpowering mother you see okay um she was (laughs) trying to think of words now strong Um, formidable (laughs) formidable okay Okay. yeah she was a different cuttlefish and uh and Keely had a lot of that in her life my mother and she was formidable I mean she was uncontrollably formidable (laughs) so um and 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 ruled me and controlled my life and okay everything as a child everything I wore everything was it the same for you and your brother or was it different your mum's relationship with you my brother was the love of my mother's life okay in fact I always said my brother was the only man that my mother was in love with ever (laughs) Okay. And he loved, it was that kind of intense love. Yeah. You know, he was the first. Mm-hmm. He was very beautiful, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Very beautiful. Beautiful model. I mean, he was stunning. Uh, stunning. Up to the day he died, he was stunning. And my mother, um, that was the love of my mother's life. Mm-hmm. 
And so he could do no wrong. Mm -hmm. I was the runt. (laughs) And so I came along and she went, oh, God, not a bloody kid. Another kid I've got. I didn't want the first one, but but she loved the first one. Then she got a second one, which was a big mistake at the time. Mm -hmm. And and so I became the difficult child. (laughs) Problem child. So so at four, she put me on the stage. And I think really that's what she lives through then, me being on the stage and becoming an actress and da-da-da. And her greatest, greatest, greatest joy was when I joined Coronation Street. (laughs) That was her greatest joy. Of all the things I've done in my life, Coronation Street was it. And whatever whatever costumes I had in, in Coronation Street, she'd buy that jacket. Really? You know? Oh, yes, yeah, so that, you know, she was sort of that character. Yeah. It was funny. If she, if I'd been doing Joyce Temple Savage when she was alive, oh, was yeah. Benidorm, she'd have been God. Joyce Temple Savage. <laughs> yeah. And she'd have been in Benidorm, wouldn't yeah. she? And on set. Yeah. Um, but um, so I'm, I know that I have that in me that yeah. I always say from my mother whatever I got was a was a steel rod right through me mm-hmm. which is my protection and you know I think Keely has it. it I mean I've seen Keely and you know she's had some difficult times too but she has that in her of come on let's get on with it mm-hmm. you know we'll, we'll get through this whatever happens you know if the house burns down <clears throat> it's burnt down let's get on with it we'll just build another one or we'll you know she's got that in her has she always yeah. been like that she from when she was a child she's always oh had. yes <laughs> <laughs> she's always been a, a headstrong child she was a very headstrong she had the only thing is I shall tell this story now okay. the only problem is <laughs> is that when she was little she had a um, she had a thing about taking all her clothes off okay and it didn't matter okay. where we were so like for instance I remember go, being in London I think we were in John Lewis and um, John Lewis had a, a set up downstairs of their furniture mm-hmm. and they had a bedroom set up with a bedroom a dressing table and a wardrobe and things like that. They were asking for trouble, to be honest. I can yeah. see where this is going. <laughs> so we were in on um, we were in a dressing room and I was trying something on and she was standing by the curtain and I turned to the mirror and turned back and she'd gone. I went into total utter as you can imagine yeah. meltdown she was about five okay yeah or mind been six but i mean young and i went into screaming meltdown as you can imagine mm. it was like a second but it is it's that it's that split oh, second she's gone. It, your, your stomach oh just drops yeah. doesn't it and i had just half clothes on half clothes off and ran <laughs> out through the curtain saying have you seen the little girl she and they were all going Oh, yeah. <laughs> do not, do you not come Madam. in any clues. Yeah. <laughs> and I ran, don't know where I was running. And this woman who worked for John, she came up, she went, Are you, have you lost your little girl? I went, yes, she went, come with me, come with me. Calm down, come with me. And we ran to where, where this uh, bedroom was. And she, and she was sitting naked on a stool doing her hair and makeup in the mirror. And Amazing. she had an audience round her clapping. I don't know where that came <laughs> and, from. And, she, and they, they were hysterical. Love that you had a clapping audience. Makeup, hair. Naked though, naked. What, naked. what was that all about? I mean, and, and it, that happened a few times. <laughs> That's and that's amazing. That is a party trick. But in the end, I oh, used to say dear. to. Her, but keep your knickers on. Yeah. And in the end, she did. So then, I mean, that is a compromise. Yeah, the next time was <laughs> yeah. that she did keep her knickers on. And I forget, oh, I think God. we were in Marks and Spencers at that point. Okay. And she was coming out to, again, 
We were in a changing room. I just got bra and pants on and <laughs> gone. I should have had a strap that tied her yeah. to something. At least she knew where she was going though this time. She was like, is there a bed set up here somewhere? Vanity table? No, that's I reckon where that's be. where she'll be. <laughs> How old were you, would you say, when you became aware of the fact that mum was famous? Oh, gosh. Um, must have been when you were in Coronation Street. It must have been really. Because... Really when I became aware of it because I started getting a bit more angry when we used to go shopping. Oh, <laughs> and everyone would come over and it would take hours to get anywhere. Yeah. Even though skating, now. But especially skating. Oh, ice skating? Yeah, because she used to go ice skating mm-hmm. um, in Altrincham. And I remember once we went in, didn't we? We got through the door and that was it. And I, I remember looking over and seeing her sitting on a chair sort of doing that. As much as say, oh, this has happened again, mm. and I nobody's taking any notice of me, <laughs> and and she just was quite sad, and I thought, oh, I've got, to, I have to find a way. But you, but in those days, Coronation Street, you know, it was enormous, yeah, yeah. huge. You know, Reg and Maureen was so enormous that it didn't matter what, and there was nothing I could do about it. Was well, there people really? feel no. like they know you. Yeah, they, they feel they did, like they, they felt they were part of your yeah. life. Like, yeah. And and so it was. I think it must have been Corrie, must it? But then she was on Corrie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For a split second, that was quite well, fun. It was actually. what we call better buys in those days. Yeah. And I, that's where Maureen meets Reg. Mm. So I thought, well, I'm going to get her involved then. Yeah. So you, I forgot the lady. You became somebody's daughter, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. No, they said right. Pick who you want your mom to be out of this line of women. <laughs> Wow, okay. Well, okay. Okay then. Yeah. And then I picked somebody who looked like Cher, didn't I? Yeah. She had some... massive black curly hair, like really long. That's right. I, I don't know why. I don't know why I even remember that. <laughs> yeah, okay. so it was curry, really, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, it didn't bother until I mean, later on, I don't think. But then again, I do remember Ross Abbott and things like that, but more the kind of... But you were, it's the age, you see. You were only about five when I did Russ Abbott's. But I do remember it. Yeah, but, then but you were eight. She was eight when, more... uh, when I did Curry. She was eight by then, you see. So it became very obvious, you yeah. know, wasn't it? Even though it's amazing memories to go backstage and being with all the yeah, cast. Yeah, she was always and... in the studio. Oh, yeah. And... Makeup. But it's that feeling of kind of almost of having to, like, you're sharing your mum with yeah. all of these people and it's fine if there's no switching it on or off is no. there it's not no. like and now we're gonna do this and nobody's no. gonna come up i mean no. yeah it's it must be a really strange thing because you're you're sharing yeah it's jealousy it's yeah, it is a jealousy you're sharing and it's, it's strange because you're sharing your mom but actually what people thought they were their relationship kind of was almost with the character you were playing. that's yeah. right not, with not your real mom. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah it's, it's not real strange... i mean when she was in the can you should come to the street i mean she'd <clears throat> go off with all sorts of I mean Kevin Kennedy's um mm. Claire used to take you out didn't she so she yeah. she interacted with a lot of the characters yeah, yeah. but today it didn't matter did it well, she's yeah. not interested in didn't watch Coronation Street particularly well, and mum's mum as well yeah. at the end yeah. of the day isn't it so yeah it's... so but going on the on the cobbles was great know, wasn't it all of it's that it's amazing and, really yeah. looking back at everything we did it is it is and you don't you forget yeah oh you do you forget yeah. the times we had and all the holidays with Liz Dawn and yeah because I was in so it for good. five years and yeah. we went to so we went to New York didn't yeah. with Liz Dawn and um they they took us over was it on the QE2 was wasn't it um yeah I think so but then we flew back on Concord wow so we had that we went to Jamaica didn't we with yeah. uh, they took us there so we had amazing holidays, oh, didn't yeah. we, amazing. through Coronation Street. 
So, you know, it's only good times. Yeah. Not, it wasn't no bad times. No, I don't remember, oh, no. Do no. no, definitely not. So mm-hmm. you touched on earlier the fact that obviously you were married, you had Keely. How long after you had Keely was it that, obviously you mentioned that your husband left the family. So how old were you at that point? Oh, gosh. Oh, I um, just think, so 2000... Uh, no, I don't know really. Uh, 2001, I eventually got rid of him. Mm-hmm. But so, how old would you have been in 2001? Oh, don't ask me that. That means 1994, you were 10. So, 1994, 2004, you'd have been 20. 17? 17, 16, like 16, probably. Yeah. So, you were well old enough to kind of be very aware yeah. of. Oh, yes. And um, long before that, really. Yeah. So, you'd been aware of kind of what had been going on. And you, how would you. As a mum dealt with that, had you been open about the situation? Had you tried to shield her from the situation? I I kind of didn't. uh, It was just so awful because it happened in a really bad way. And and, um, also, we lived in a beautiful Art Deco house in uh, Esher in Surrey, which sadly I haven't got now. So we had to leave there. Mm -hmm. And I'm very practical. So all I needed to do was know I could get him gone mm-hmm. I, I get rid of him and so I had a I bought an apartment in Spain okay and I said to him you go there and so he went to the apartment in Spain and we stayed here and then we moved and then we kind of we were slightly nomadic for a while because we went back to mm-hmm. my roots which was Nottingham okay and we lived very near my mother, which was a mistake, wasn't it? Because it was sort of slightly a controlling, became a very controlling yeah. situation then because, you know, there was just me and Keys. So it was quite controlling. So then we decided to move to Wales, didn't mm-hmm. we? To where my brother lived. Mm-hmm. And we lived on a marina, which was beautiful, yeah, wasn't amazing. it? Yeah. Then I went into Emmerdale mm-hmm. and I had to go to Leeds. And then Keely met Simon, who's from here, Lancashire. And he was building his own house, and that's how that started, wasn't it? Yeah, okay. Pretty much. Yeah, so it kind of worked out okay. <clears throat> and Ken went to Spain, and that was, that was it, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Did you have a relationship with him um, from then? Yeah, yeah, I know, really, but I've never been... It's a funny situation, isn't it? Because I've never had... And if he's listening to this, I don't know, but... Um, a father figure as such my whole Except life. Except my dad. It's, okay. Yeah, but then yeah. obviously he yeah. died. Um, but yeah, I've never known any difference. So yeah. It's never been like really upsetting or distressing in any it just, way. It was just it the way that it was. Yeah, which was fine really. And neither one of them, of what I can remember, made it difficult at all. Or... No, we didn't make a thing of it <laughs> Like really. a mess of it. Like, yeah, you know... we kind of, it should have happened okay. a, yeah, long a long time, time before it happened. Okay. Um, yeah. Had it happened and I met somebody else, we'd had we'd have had another family, you know, yeah. me and Keely. So did you stay for Keely? Would you say? Yeah. yeah. And also, um, I had to sell the house, and we had a restaurant in Richmond, in okay. Surrey, and I had to sell that as well. So that all took. Like you say, time. the very practical side very of practical. you. In I had to do it. Had I had the head I've got now, I wouldn't have sold either. I'd have buried him in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, and it's. Obviously, you've spoken really publicly, Sherry, about the fact that there's been some really dark and and hard times in your life. And it's sitting talking to you both. And it seems like, you know, that so many like your lives are steeped in these amazing memories and positive experiences and stuff. And 
you can see that that's why the relationship is the way that it is with each other. Mm-hmm. Has it ever been hard when you've seen your mum in these like dark times or have you been aware of that or was it something you only really learned about as you were older? Yeah, probably because there's never any time that I kind of noticed it when I was younger. I hide it well. Yeah, mm. she does hide everything very well. I get the feeling well, that, that would be the case. Which is frustrating because if she's not well or anything like that, she'd never tell me. The actress is not in good. Um, so, yeah, I've never... Yeah, it's it's been fine. I've never allowed her to have any pain. No. Or any upset. No. Or any hurt. Because she cries all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Drive me around the bloody bend. Everything I said, she'll cry. She'll suddenly cry. I'll go, what are, you, what are you crying for now? Well, I'm not really crying. I'm all right, really. And I said, oh, for God's sake. Um, Just emotional. So, so I don't, she's very emotional. So it's best she doesn't know. But then that must be, like, obviously when you've written books and stuff, there must have been stuff that you would have been like, how did I... How is that? Not yeah, not, not see that or not yeah, know it. I like, mean, I mean, I knew with my dad because I yeah. remember sitting my dad down when I was, I must, I don't even know how old I must have been, very young, and trying to explain to him and try to say to him, "Look, just try and sort out, <laughs> stop arguing all the time, and just get on with it." Hmm. But I don't. I must have been like, I don't know how old, really, quite like young, but he must have been shocked at that. I bet. Yeah, he was like. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you were acting like the parent in the situation, yeah, really, like the grown-up. I was just so sick of it. It just got so boring after a bit. And I thought, just either, just don't be together. Which is what we should have it. done, of course. Yeah. yeah. So I, can, I think I just had that attitude from very early on. But what, with that, I didn't really notice. No. A lot. No, and I didn't let her notice. Yeah. Because I thought, I, I, mean, I always think, why should anybody be burdened with your problems? No one should be. No. They're your problems. They're your secrets. They're your whatever. Nobody needs to know. Yeah. You're only, you're only uh, you know, putting it on somebody else because you want to relieve yourself of pain or hurt or thing. Why? Did you, did you find writing your book and things like that helped you? To yeah, be able it's funny to... about the book because I was asked to write the book and then they sent me a ghostwriter. I said, I don't want a ghostwriter, I want to write it myself. And they went, no, no, you have to have a go. I went, okay. So the ghostwriter had written, because I, I worked with Thora Hurd and I remember reading Thora's book. And Thora, you could hear Thora's voice. Yeah. And I thought, no, you need to hear my voice. Yeah. Anyway, there's a ghostwriter. I just said to the company, I said, it's not me. This is she's not writing about anyway. Three ghostwriters later, I wouldn't have fancied the job of being the ghostwriter to no, be honest. No, no. <laughs> and I kept saying that's not what happened. It didn't happen like that. Oh well, how did it happen? I said, well, I'll write it for you if you like. Mm. I think I frightened them to death. <laughs> anyway, three ghostwriters later, they said, um, "Oh God, you write it." <laughs> and we'll give you an editor and I said that's what I said in the very beginning beginning, my grammar is terrible I just need an editor so when it came to writing the book I thought it was really weird because I written things down and I thought oh that didn't sound right and so I I then thought you've got to write it in the first person Mm -hmm. and so if I started to do that and then I got rid of it and then that story was told and I got rid of it. I always remember somebody saying to me once, you know, if uh, uh, you know, I, I had when my marriage was over, I I did go through quite a bit of trauma, and I only saw one person, you know, like a, a therapist mm-hmm. once, who, as you could imagine, as I sat down, I went, "Now look, you're not going to be able to help me. I know that." And they went, "Yes, okay. Well, do you want do you want me to 
talk to you? And I went, yes, all right, but, you know, it's just... And the only thing she said, which I always remember, she went, if you want to get rid of somebody in your life who's been hurtful or painful or dreadful thing, just see them visually, right? And you, you shrink them and shrink them and shrink them. And then you hold them in your hand and there they are. And you go, and they've gone. And I thought, how oh, that's okay. so clever. And that's how I did it with my book. Yeah, I wrote certain things which were not nice. Mm -hmm. And then I went, and they'd gone. Okay, so, so my book did that for me, actually. And I, whenever anybody ever says to me, oh, I wouldn't write a book, I said, well, just try this. And, you know, a couple of people have said, get it. I get it. You get rid of it. If you write it down, yeah. you've written the words down. You're almost, they've got no power over you. No power over you then. So. But this has. Mm. So you have to get them out of here. Yeah. Everything you have to get out of here. Put it down and go, Go. Was there any stuff that you spoke to Keely about before you wrote the book or anything that you've ever sort of when you've done interviews and stuff and you think I know actually that this is going to be something that wasn't easy to talk like anything that you felt like right we should um or has it always been something that kind of obviously you can see you're really close so it was never anything that needed like a conversation obviously there's I been don't some... think we had a conversation did we about the book or did I ever say to you in that book I'm going to say this and this I don't think no, we I did don't think so. Because I don't think, yeah. in, I think in my life I've always been very open. Yeah. Uh, hidden uh, the worst of the worst. Mm. I mean, there were things, obviously, about, you know, an abusive relationship and things like that. But I think I've told Keely things yeah, like that. Well. And she's yeah. very, been. I, I mean, as I say, I'm very practical. I have no, I wouldn't do a whole big number on it anyway you yeah. know it did it was what it was it happened and I got over it mm -hmm. you know and I think so I did I don't think I felt I had to tell her anything really yeah. now when she writes her book she might have to tell me a few things yeah. <laughs> 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 Keely how like you you mentioned earlier on that you know like mum would never tell you if she was ill or mm -hmm. if things were going on because she just puts on this that must be difficult because you, you you clearly know each other inside out. So yeah. you must know that. Like, you know when there's something not quite right. How do you... Like, can you say to her, like, Mum, I know something's going on. Oh, I know yeah. you're not well. And does she, like, does she buckle? Where if you are like, sis, and I know. Like, obviously, you're an adult. You're a mum of three. Yeah. You're not... Obviously, I know you'll always be her baby, but you're not a child no, anymore. No, no, definitely not. And you're no. clearly a huge support... Yeah. The support goes both ways. It's mm -hmm. it's evident, it's clear that that's the case. So are you quite good now at picking up and does does she kind of... Yeah, I think so. I mean, I usually know if you're down or not, even if you don't know if I know. But, or at night I'll usually text and say, now, listen, just tell me what it is mm. because I can tell that something's yeah. going on. But then you'll either tell me or not, I don't yeah. really know. <laughs> but I can imagine you probably would. <laughs> Um, if there was anything you needed to know, yeah, I would. and yeah, I know she, yeah, definitely she yeah. would. But I mean, she knows if I'm down. I'm obviously, you know, and in this a pandemic, oh, it's been, it's worse. been uh, horrendous. But the best thing for me is because I've worked all my life. Literally, I've been very lucky. I've never stopped working. Hmm. But in this pandemic, in fact, I was only thinking about it this morning hmm. because I've worked so much. I did see Oliver, but not as much as I'd like. I did see Molly, but not as much as I. Now, in this pandemic, I'm so close, mm. particularly to the baby. Mm. 
Yeah. Uh, we have such a wonderful relationship. And it's because I'm here. Gave you that gift of time, yeah. really. Time. To stop. And that's what this has given me. And I think a lot of people would say that yeah. now. It's given yeah. me, you know, and I've, I've, it's been fantastic to have that relationship. You know, I know with babies, you're, they only see that, what's in front yeah. of them. And as soon as you step aside, you've gone. Yeah. They don't even mm-hmm. remember. But it, but the quality of the relationship is is so wonderful. I think there is a lot of people that we'll be really looking to try yeah. and re-address that yeah. work life balance. Oh, definitely, yeah. I've certainly said to me and and I've said it to you that mm-hmm. I don't want to work like I've worked in the. I mean, I would literally work fifty two weeks a year. But I think my, that's yeah. and I think do you know what we've we're kind of a being conditioned to wear that you know, that mm. level of exhaustion and that level of how hard you're working, yeah. how long, as a badge of honour, you know, yeah. like, yes. well, I've done this and I've done it on no hours sleep and I've done this and yeah. I haven't had a break for yeah. however many weeks when actually it's kind of the wrong thing to, no, to celebrate. No, it's not big and it's not clever. Never, no, and it's, you, know. you will burn out from it at some yeah, exactly. point in one way yeah. or and another. You, and, and then you die. Yeah, you exactly. Mean? And that's what I always say because I lost my brother last year, which I'm, I'll probably never get over, but um, through a brain tumour. And that really shocked my brain. Into I mean, my mother and father, it was terrible, but my brother, hmm. I mean, that's just been... How old was he? 71. Okay. And, yeah, um, very young. Very young, Never handsome, oh, fabulous. Yeah. I mean, amazing character, wasn't he? Yeah. And, uh, and of course, his, his daughter and his wife is obviously very painful Devastated, for them. Yeah. But it's just something I can't get over, but... You know, when I have my moments, when I take old Teddy Face for a walk and I live on a canal, mm-hmm. not on it, yeah. next to it, um, and I walk down to the canal every morning and I have a little chat with Brett, my brother, and I just know that, you know, he, him going has hopefully taught me about how important everything else is mm-hmm. and how, you know... I know what he'd be saying. He'd say, oh, get off your bum and get on with life. Stop thinking about me. I've gone. Mm. But um, but it, it it did it did hit me very hard about your own mortality, really. You yeah. know, you, yeah. that's what it does. You think, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm next, you know. And you just think, and it does hit you hard and did really. And But I thought, you have to now, the precious things like, Keely and my grandchildren throw your energy into that's into them. my life and and it has been in this 18 months and it for me it's changed my thinking like normally I'd do a pantomime you know yeah. um because making money and, yeah, yeah. and all that but I thought no I'm not going to I'm not going to do it hmm. I'm going to be here at Christmas even though they'll be going, oh, she's bloody well here again. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, Keely's like, but we've organised a pantomime. I've got you, I've, you've got a role. Like, yeah. we put it on for you. They weren't going to do it. You've got to do it now. <laughs> cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. 
Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Yeah. What's, what's Sherry like as a grandparent? Is she the same as she was as a mum? Yeah, I would say so. The, the loving part is just endless, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it, uh, yeah pretty much. She's amazing, Nana, really. Do you ever argue? Uh, no. I don't think we've ever... I said to somebody the other day, I don't mm. know what I missed out on of her being a teenager because she was always fabulous, except she had very dark moods. Okay. Mm. And sometimes they were quite black. And this is when... I think this is what we call the t- teenage, probably 12 to yeah. about mm. 15. Yeah. And she'd go into this black mood. And I go, what have I done? And then she'd cry, and she'd be fine. And you're still a bit I, like that yeah. now. And I never yeah. know what it was. I, I remember never, you never. Saying, What's yeah. wrong? And I say, I don't know. I don't know. But Just... but, you should, but she's got a son that does it. Yeah. But actually, yeah. like we, we 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 touched age. on it before when we were talking before we started the the podcast, didn't we? That and mm. I I vaguely remember that. I have it definitely had it, with, and I never really expected it actually with my boys I think in my head I'd kind of prepared myself for Mm. hormones with the girls and I'd never really given the the thought to the fact that with the boys and I about sort of from about year five onwards at school I remember Mm. having a year or so with him like year five six where he would he was really the same and would be really emotional and not really be able to put his finger on it yeah and then be a bit embarrassed because he would have had mm. a cry or a this that, and the other and I definitely see it with Delilah now and I it is it's that real not really knowing what it is and sometimes just having to have a big I wonder yeah. what it is though I mean we always discuss this don't we it just must be hormones yeah it's just the, the change of everything isn't it I think it's a really strange know. age as well because you're not a child child yeah. anymore but oh, you're well, not a teenager not, yeah. I see what you mean yeah and so you kind mm. of you want to be grown up and deal with it, but really you still just want to cuddle from your mum or your dad or yeah. your, your yeah. nan or yeah. whoever. And you've got no real independence, but a bit more is expected of you than it was before. Mm-hmm. You can't. And you know what? And this sounds awful. When they go to school and a bit as they get a bit older, you know, like they lose the cute. Yeah. There, yeah. the stuff that, and actually they pick up on other stuff that's other children at school, yeah, and they yeah, say yeah. things and do things mm-hmm. that you think actually I don't even know who you are. Yeah. Like there were real moments with my eldest where I remember thinking, I'm not even too sure where this bit's. Yeah, yeah, I don't know you, but you, you're you're allowed to be your own person, no, and you're, absolutely. and it's actually none of my business. As long as you're safe and you're sensible and, yeah. you know, you're True. polite to everybody around you, yeah. you're allowed to, to be that version of yourself. He's got I to was, find out. And I was, a di- and I was a different person with my, fr- even, you know, with my friends than I was in front of oh, my mum totally, and my yeah. mom and whatever. But it's really, so. really, str- it, exactly. But it's a really strange thing. It is strange thing Because you think you're them. I know you. I know everything about you. I yeah. know every minute of every day where you've been, what you're doing. And all of a sudden, I don't anymore yeah and you know what i shouldn't because you're becoming your own person but it's a really strange a really strange thing when that shift starts Mm. to to happen and you just have to think right well i hope that kind of everything the relationship we have i was like listen i will never ever ever be cross at you for making a mistake Mm -hmm. like i'll be i will tell you that you've been an idiot or you've maybe met but i'll 
you'll never be in trouble always come to me for help yeah. if you if you've done something or you've got yourself in trouble or something's happened and you think i don't know how tell me tell me yeah. mm-hmm. i won't tell you that you're always right yeah but i'll always help you and i would have to it's the same with like ring me i need to know where you're going to be i need to because my mum never knew where i was or what i was doing no, well, that, and, and that's what's changed though you see mm. i mean this day and age i'm afraid it's like it's so you scary. with uh, molly she won't let her walk anywhere yeah will you? talking about when, when i was very young i was only probably 15 mm. and i lived in a little village and in the next village along which probably would have been a two-mile walk mm. It was um, on the Saturday night they used to have some dances. And so my friend and I were going to the dance. So my mother dutifully took us, dropped us off and said, right, uh, no phones, mm-hmm. go, go to the uh, desk and tell them to ring me and I'll come and get you. So at about midnight, which was quite late yeah. in those days, we decided to walk home. So we, start, we started to walk home and we were quite oblivious. So by this time, it had got to one o'clock and my mother had called the police and <gasps> sent the police to look for us. Believe it or not, a police car stopped and said, all right, girls, where do you live? Oh, we don't, not far. And they went, you haven't seen two girls walking along on their own, have you? And went, no. And they went, okay. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't know yeah. whether those policemen should probably do a bit more training. Because... <laughs> I know, and we were all the way home. My mother was in a state. She got by this time there were three police cars on the drive. Oh my word! And we walked and went, "Oh, what's going on? What's all this fuss about?" <laughs> They're looking oh, for you. Wow. Oh my word! Oh my god! I don't think she let me out again for a long no. time. But oh, I thought no. that was—I thought that was brilliant. Well, it, it was so exciting. exciting. All these policemen <laughs> looking for us. Yeah, yeah. Thought it was wonderful. <laughs> Sherry and Keely have made me feel so welcome and I almost didn't want to leave. But all good things must come to an end. Before I leave though, it's time to give this pair a little maternal dilemma where we give them a classic parenting problem and see if they both come back with the same solution. So, dilemma is, it's the day before a birthday party and one of the children has been really, really, really naughty. Something that ordinarily would have them grounded or iPads taken away or whatever, really bad. But it's the day before the party. What do you do? Does the party go ahead? Do you still, how do you, how do you react to that situation? Party still goes ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have a good talk yeah. to them and say, do you know what you've done? Yeah. And do you know what? In normal households would happen that the party would be cancelled, but it's not going yeah, to we're be. not normal. But, but yeah. we're not normal. So, of course, it will go ahead. Well, you match exactly yeah. with what Keely would say. And to be honest, as I was saying it, I knew what the answer was going to be. I don't imagine you ever shy away from a party. No. <laughs> but, oh, yes. Oh, Thank you so much for having us and making the time, and especially Keely, like making that. Like you say, actually, though, it's a bit of a break. We're getting yeah, the children no, out of the house nice. for a it's bit. Been fun. But it's really, been thank you for having us. Thanks again to Sherry and Keely for being such good sports and speaking so openly about their experiences. They truly have one of the closest relationships I've seen and it was really lovely to learn more about it. Join me next time for another tell-all fantastic mother and daughter conversation. And don't forget, you can read Fabulous magazine every week in The Sun on Sunday or every day at thesun.co.uk slash fabulous. 
It's packed full of affordable fashion and beauty tips, plus even more interviews with our most loved female celebs. Before you go, we'd love it if you could follow the podcast. You can do it via your preferred podcast app and it means that you'll never miss an episode. And we'd love it even more if you could give us a rating and leave us a review. Thanks for listening. I'm Peter Todd and this has been Things I Told My Daughter. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.